We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello there. This is Thule Squadron Radio. Welcome. My name is Ayit. And I am Yen. And I am Ayit. Yeah, it might still need some work, but uh, we're getting there. Yeah, it's we're we're suffering from, you know, only having like two legs of, instead of our normal four, so we're limping a little bit. Exactly, that is an issue. That is an issue. Yeah. So how are you, Jan? I am pretty good. Um, I am super ridiculously busy and. Uh, but uh, but I'm good. I'm good. That's nice. This is good. Just don't be too busy. No, but I mean, it's. I hope it's not uns- unsustainably busy. Sure. Uh, so, first real fact of the day: Did you realize that this is episode 117? Yes. Uh, is there any specific? Yeah. Um, yeah, meaning behind because, the number? Yeah, because I mean, uh, I actually looked up 117 on Wikipedia, and All right. that is a weird experience because it says the number immediately following 116 and immediately preceding 118. But yeah. <laughs> there is this thing, and I wanted to check out whether it was just a Danish thing or it was like an everybody thing, but apparently it's just a Danish thing. And in Denmark, 117 is like the default number to say a lot. What? So if I wanted to say that you crashed my party with like a whole bunch of your friends, I would say things like, and then it just dropped by an unannounced bringing 117 of his friends. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. So it is an arbitrary but pretty large number. So, so optimum number of people crashing a party would be 160, and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, but I mean, uh, you you want to bring your your Huna and certain friends? Yeah, I don't think I have 117. Oh, maybe excellent no, friends. Yeah, sure, just a lot, just a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so, so that was a little thing on on the number 117. Don't expect that segment to come back. No. Uh, 117 or 118 have no significant meaning in Icelandic, so we're safe for the next couple of shows. Yes. We missed the 111th birthday episode. Oh, yeah, that would have been a special sort of Hobbiton kind of special. Yeah, yeah. And just a cool number. Mm. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. Uh, so. Oh no. Have you been playing in the X-wing yet? 
Yes, I have. <laughs> did you make a tryhard list? Yes, I, I, I did. I, I, I copied Duncan Howard's Gen Con list. <laughs> and then I played it once. And then I realized that it was way too many triggers. And then I dumped it down just, just a little bit. And, and it right. actually went quite okay in my practice. But, Keep going. But, but then we had this sort of store champ kind of thing on Sunday. <laughs> and, um, and well, so, so we ended up playing four rounds. Right. And for the first game I lost to like a decimator and five TIE fighters. Um, sure. but, but I mean, that was okay because that was the guy who eventually won the tournament. Um, the next game I lost to Ray, Finn, and a bunch of Y-Wings. Oh, I like that. And that felt a lot less okay because I really had that. I mean, like in round two, I had that Ray with a, um, with a panic pilot and a hull breach. One point from half. <laughs> and I had Finn in the same round on one hull. And I had given up nothing. It was chance Ooh. engagement. But then I proceeded to lose from there. Yeah. So now I'm 0-2. And then I go into round three. And then I I score a point in a way that I, I mean you and Gisli are familiar with. The bye. Because we were an uneven number of players. <laughs> so now I'm technically one two. And I decided to just drop. Because we actually it was it was very cool. I mean we had people who traveled like for hours to get there to this little like nine player tournament. Oh, yeah, that's we awesome. have free people from Jutland. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't want any of them to have a buy and I'm really not enjoying myself. This was not why I, you know, brought medalists. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to just, uh, to just take the, the, you know, the proprietary judge role, go around and measure arcs and yeah, keep the time and so on. In light of the uh, stand you conceded the rest of the tournament. Yes, for... yes, yes. Oh, very honorable of you. But I mean... Is this is this going to be like a regular segment with you? The stench. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... Um... I think my next tournament is Dordix. Um, but I don't think I'm going to play. Um, because oh, really? I think I have volunteered for judge duty. Okay. I mean, I was there. For, I mean, it's like, uh, I don't really have like a single list that really jives me. It's not that I don't like right. the game or anything, but it's just... Yeah, and I, I just yeah. know I cannot get the reps in, and then yeah, I just yeah, yeah. get a repeat of what happened this weekend, and that will—I mean—it will not ruin my day because it's not that important. But no, it will put it down. You won't on enjoy it. yourself. Yeah, exactly. And so you're just gonna go and judge and uh, yeah, and, and do a good thing and uh, help out uh, Andreas. That's cool, and especially because. The Nordics is happening post the shutdown of tabletop TO. 
so that might be admin issues and i mean you know yeah. you know me i work with computer things <laughs> yeah so, so maybe i can help with something or at least make sure that we get decent data out of that tournament <laughs> I, 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 you'll probably be intolerable during the whole thing insert the list or something what you have not inserted your list that's 19 warning points. No, actually, that's 117 warning points. Yeah, that's a lot. That a is lot a lot, and it's enough to get you disqualified. No, I hope, uh, Andreas, if you hear this, I'm joking. Yeah, but it's really not. Mostly. Mostly joking. Yeah. I mean, sure. Speaking of, uh, yeah. so there's Nordics. It's the 5th and 6th of November. Yeah, that's uh, coming up pretty fast. That's like in just over a month. Yeah. And uh, I spoke to Andreas today because we actually wanted him on. I don't think he's ever been guest here. It's No, he's <laughs> just been in the chat and, and wedging himself into the conversation. Yeah. And I mean, it is uh, most of the time we try to get him on several times, but it just never works with his uh, his work schedule because, you know, he's he's busy being a hero. He's like a paramedic or something. Um, and usually he has to get up way too early for our recording times. But I hope we will make it happen soon. Um, so um, the signups for Nordics are coming along nicely, uh, except for the Swedish people who are apparently not signing up. So if that's you out there, then sign the frick up. Yeah, what's I mean, up with that? Let me put it this way. If you don't sign up, then we are going to arrange Nordics in Denmark going forward. Haha. Ha. Iceland. Or on in Iceland, yes. So you better or you lose the moral high ground as the biggest country in Scandinavia to sign up. So get it done. Uh or, and if you're not from Sweden, then please sign up because we would love to see you there. I guess that goes for the Swedes as well, actually. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So we need Nordics to be Good, fantastic tournament with lots of players and really put Nordic X-Wing on the map. Show that we yeah. are a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, even that's your, not your ulterior motive. You just need to show up and have fun. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, but also remember that uh, anybody who wins Nordics will almost automatically be added to the list of people who can call themselves King of the North. Right. And I mean, it's not like it's a short list, but it's not that long. No. We've got a Jarl and a King and a yeah. bunch of titles. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little like, I mean, we have Andreas and Tobias and, and Nicholas, I think. Those are the three. Yeah. That have sort of got, gotten to call themselves Kings of the North. And, and then somebody demoted them to Earls, and it was complicated. But anyway, that could be you too. You could be demoted to an Earl. You could be complicated. Yes. Okay. And it's the, in the wonderful city of, of Gothenburg, which I actually spent time in during this week. Um, all right. It wasn't that wonderful because it was raining all the time, and we were in, we we're sort of a little bit outside the city, in the weirdest hotel. Um, really? No, but I've never seen anything quite like this. It was like tacky, or you know, kitsch. Right. But on overdrive, it was like oh. oh Let's have this great chandelier of bad tasteness hanging. Should we have it be 
normal sized, large, or extra large. And we're like, yeah, let's go with extra large. In fact, make it extra, extra large. And the walls were covered in the weirdest things, and it was just, there was no stopping this place. It looked like the 80s had come, done its worst, left, came back, made it worse, and then left again. Sounds but good, actually. <laughs> they had they had decent cocktails, so. Oh, that's that's fine then. Yeah, I guess so. All right. So, what have you been up to, Aid? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been busy, like you. Okay. I've actually been uh, hanging up. Hanging uh, on outside of my house, exchanging a few windows and stuff like that. Not a lot of X-wing though, so um, I need to uh, I need to test off my models and start playing again. Oh, nice. Yeah, and work and stuff and and kids and and you know the regular stuff. I'm about to go to Poland though. I'm going to take a short trip with my wife and my sister and my sister's husband. And I'm going to go to for like a weekend over to Poland and oh, nice. Warsaw. Yeah. Just like have a go to a show or some museums, chill out, eat lots of good food, drink a little. Oh. Cool. What's that? Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um. Yes, it's there. Um, so I was in Warsaw a few years ago for the uh, for the Euros. Right. You have to visit the Pinball and Arcade Museum. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I kid you not. It is fantastic. And uh, your kids, do you have You bring kids? You no, I'm not bringing kids. Just me and my wife and my uh, sister and her husband. Okay. But, uh, you know, some of them might enjoy it. Sure. So basically, you have uh, this basement that is filled with pinball machines and arcade machines. And you go in there and then you play, pay a flat fee. And then you can play on them as long as you want. And you can have like your double dragon or all the things. I love that damn thing. Do you know how many quarters I put in double dragon? Yeah, yeah, but in this setup down there, it's just like you could just press continue. Yeah. So you can actually play all these arcade games essentially with uh, Eternal Quarters. <laughs> and you can see the end of them and complete them. And it's, it's just fantastic. I'm not sure my wife would enjoy that afternoon. <laughs> I would probably be there for the whole day. But I mean, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you and the and the husband of the other thing. Sure. Okay, I can see that. They, they, they go to. So I'm shopping. just saying, look into it. It's it's yeah. really good. Rona and I spend uh, an afternoon there after we checked out of hotel. We were waiting for the plane, oh, and it was like yeah. 40 degrees outside. So we got into a nice chilled basement. They served cold beer, and then they had oh. arc. They have pinball machines and arcade games. What's not to love? It is fantastic. Yeah. Okay, cool. and for any of you listeners out there, then you know, if you're ever in Warsaw, check it out. Yeah. Speaking of games, this is the next wing podcast. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Um, we want to wind it up into news. Yes, but but you usually don't have news. Oh, we should actually say something first. Right. This time about what? Yeah, about uh, about what we're gonna talk about this episode. Ah. Or perhaps what we're not gonna talk about. Because oh, we, right. are, we are so behind on our, uh, our tournament reporting. Right. And to make matters right. worse, it's been like four weeks since we recorded last time. Yep. And But it's only been two weeks since an episode was dropped because yeah, our, our because editor. Of that editor. <laughs> we have the worst editor. He just forgot. And I was like, it was like the day of recording the next episode. I was like, Wait a minute! The last one haven't come out yet, and <laughs> and with that in mind, we decided to postpone. But now even yeah. more tournaments have happened, and there's a lot of exciting stuff. And congratulations to all who won, but we're not yeah. going to cover them, at least not today. We've spent so many episodes just rounding off lists and talking about tournaments, and and today we have Hotshot Naces too. And I think I just want to give it all the time it takes. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at the new stuff. That's oh, and and, and, and and let's. By the way, I didn't think of this ahead of time, but when we go through the pilots, let's uh, let's try to remember to to just have like a hot take on how many points the pilot should be if we have even the remotest chance of figuring it out. <laughs> okay, points in what version? Are we talking two point oh? Uh, are we talking two point homebrew, or are we talking two point five, or or is six I think, now? <laughs> I think we're talking two point five six something. Right. Okay. Uh, I don't really know what's going. There's uh, there's so much news actually regarding two point and scandals. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not even gonna. You know, no. it's 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 not where it it's not heading where where it's no. where it started heading and. Uh, not with the same people, and yeah, it's uh, it's a little weird. There, but they're about yeah. to do a big point change. They've done some sure. rule changes, then wanted to do some more rule changes, took it back. Now uh, they're going to do a big point change, and I mean, I mean, I'm going to look at it. Oh, they have already made it. Okay, see, this is my level of interest. Uh, but maybe we should look at the points and see if there's uh, there's something done. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm going to go off script for a moment, uh, Ed. Yeah. So, uh, I have invented a new segment because we lost so many segments when we got down to two people. Right. Okay. And I haven't talked to you about this before. <laughs> so, so this is going to be a live reaction to my new segment idea. Best time is to introduce new stuff is live. Exactly. Uh, but it's just going to be a short introduction because it's sort of like, um, it's sort of like uh, the old Thule challenges, but more limited in scope. Okay. So the idea is that um, that we we take turns, and then we challenge the other person to make a short segment on X, and obviously stating what X is. Okay. All right. So to get so... us started. Uh-huh. I'm gonna challenge you to challenge me next time. So you have to figure out the X. All right. So I post a challenge during an episode, and you do it next episode and issue a challenge then to me. Yes. 
my challenge is that you challenge me next time. All right. Uh, because then I don't have to think of X right now. <laughs> okay. And I... Okay, I have, I'll do the challenge next. Okay, I issue the challenge next episode. So I've got a couple of weeks to think about it. Okay. Yeah, actually, maybe you should just so because otherwise it's like this is the segment this time. There's not much more to it. And next time you will just issue the challenge, but there will be no real content. So maybe you should just tell me what it is in like a few days before the next episode. Then I will actually do it and then I'll challenge you back next time. And then, right. then, okay. we, then we can get into the rhythm. Get the ball rolling. So the Thule segment challenge of the week. Or something. Oh, we can uh, we can we can workshop the name a little bit maybe. Sure. Cool. That sounds good. Best live uh, segment uh, ever. So <laughs> news. <laughs> news. So so we got Hot Shots and Aces two. Yes, this is great. We heard about it in the mini extravaganza. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was probably the most exciting thing of the mini extravaganza. Not that the other things weren't exciting, but this is just extra exciting. With exciting yeah. on top. New pilots for current stuff. Yes. And and proper cards. Not yeah. standard builds. Alright. So, let's just go through the bullet points. The, the release date for that is 25th of November, right? Which is pretty freaking soon. That's close. That's within a month. It absolutely is. And in that pack, we got 30, 30 six pilots. Uh, and what, all of them are spoiled? No, they're not all spoiled, but the names of them are spoiled. Right. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, you got, oh, you're clever. There are actually 38 of them because we got a triple pit spy fighter. So. 38 new yeah, instances so, so of things to run. 36 unique pilots on 38 yeah. cards. Cool. But on the store, it says they're 35. So I don't know. Who knows? But from a certain point of view, it's 35. And there's actually multiple of those because there's one where the same pilot is in two different chassis. Uh, a pro tip, it's an ethos, right? And yeah. then there's another pilot who's in two different factions. So from a certain point of view, I guess it's only 34. So counting is hard. All right. Oh, damn it, that's so close. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, if you look at the back of the pack, <laughs> AMG is still, they give zero fucks about, uh, you know, the indication of how long it takes to play. So X-Wing, according to the infographics on the back of this pack, is a game for people that are 14 years or older. You need yeah. two of them. Yeah. Um, and you need 30 to 45 minutes to play. Right. I mean, that is actually true. I mean, you have to uh, half an hour for setup. So that's that's uh, hour 15. So that makes sense. Oh, you know what it means? It actually, they didn't mean to write 30 to 45. They meant 30 plus 45. That's 75 minutes. Right. That's the game there of X-Wing. Go. There we go. Yeah, 30 minutes setup, 45 minutes play. Yeah. That's that's absolutely it. There you go. We cracked the code. True. And uh, I mean, uh, yeah, 36 pilots, actually 38. 
Yeah. And the asthma DCA is 35. Add all that together, we've got 119. So that's more than a lot. Okay, so this is the numbers podcast. Welcome. Yeah. Okay, so let's go through. I was thinking, uh, since they spoiled the full list of pilots, we will just go through every faction. We'll talk about every pilot, whether they're spoiled or not. We'll probably talk more about the ones that are spoiled. And these are sort of the spoilers collected from all the places. So there are a few that came all the way back in um, in the mini extravaganza. Then there were a few that are in one place and a few in another place. And so on. But I put them all together here in the show notes. And I think what everybody wants to talk about is Corrin Horn. Yeah. Because you really went to, in, went to town on that, on this uh, show notes. Yes, Dude. yes, yes. They are ridiculously detailed. That is correct. So, cool. so Corrin Horn. In a T-65. T-65 Cornhorn. Yes. Imagine that. Rogue 9, Initiative 5. So the official card preview reads, and, and you need to keep, you know, you need to be focused now because this is difficult. Yeah. After you declare the defender of an attack, if you have a lock on the defender, a friendly ship may transfer their lock token from you to the defender. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what does this even mean? Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense the first three or four times I read it. No. But afterwards, uh, if you parse it, I mean, your friends can lock you. Yes. Yeah. And so you lock somebody and you attack at the initiative five. Yeah, you lock at somebody that point, and then you attack that somebody. Yeah. At that point, your friends can all move their locks over to your target. Yeah, except not all, because it's a a friendly ship. So one of your friends can move their lock per turn. Unless you attack more than once for some reason. Yeah, but you have to have lock on both of them, which you can if you carry the right droid. True. Or you have to attack the same ship twice. Like, I mean, in theory, you could snapshot. Yeah, you could snapshot, or you could like cluster missile. Yeah, I'm I'm reaching, but the point here is that uh, you can do alpha strikes with lower initiatives. Because yeah, I mean that that'll be theta strikes. Theta strikes, <laughs> or you could even do it with other i fives. Um, but just be very efficient. Like round one, nothing happens. Round one, everybody locks Corin. Yeah. Next round, Corrin moves up, takes a lock. Yep. Corrin shoots. Every- Somebody else gets a lock. That guy can have taken a focus here in round two. Yep. So now he's fully modded. Yep. Uh, yeah, it makes it makes for interesting, uh, interesting uh, focused fire scenarios. Yeah. The timing is a little little funny though because. It happens after you declare the defender of an attack. That's a timing window. We don't see that often. Yeah. So... But it actually ruins one rebel synergy that you would have liked, which is that it's actually Hera who took the lock and then gave it to Corrin. Ah. But at that point, it that it, <laughs> it is before Hera would transfer yeah, the lock, yeah. so that doesn't work. So, I mean... I yeah, think but would fine. it have mattered... Because if Hera had a lock on the, ah, 
if you had the lock on the defender, Corrin is attacking, then Corrin gets the lock, and then everybody yeah. else that had locks on Corrin, mind you, or somebody that had locked on Corrin, can then move it over to a friend. It would have, it would have been fine. Yeah, but it won't work. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, but it would have been yeah. fun. It would have been very fun and fine. It's not like it would have broken the game. But it's because now you need both Corrin and Hera, and now that's half your list, right? <laughs> yeah. But come on, get to the good stuff. There's a picture below this picture, right? Yeah, and we can go total conspiracy theory on this. So uh, this was the official spoiler. It's very clear and very readable. Yeah. Maybe even suspiciously clear, but that's another conspiracy theory. Um. But then on the back of the box, there is like the card spread shown on the back of the, yeah. the black box, and you can see it in yeah. the picture. And that Corrin that you see there with the same picture, yep. I mean, the first thing you notice is that he has at least one force charge. Yeah. And he also has an ability which you cannot quite make up, but you can see that it involves paying a force. Yeah. That's just about the only thing you can make out. Yeah. Uh, and you can see that he was still called Rogue Nine on that one. Rogue Nine, still Cornhorn. So my personal theory is that this was the original Cornhorn that he assigned. And, uh, and Disney, or rather LFL, said, uh, no, Corrin, <laughs> this Cornhorn, who you know technically doesn't exist in, ca in, ex in new canon, yeah. Uh, you can have a guy that is called that. Oh, because he actually does exist because second edition is part of canon. Uh, but he doesn't have force there. So he doesn't have force in the new canon. And you got to change it. And then they sort of emergency went in and just made a new ability. And they forgot to change yeah. the back of the box. That's my theory. Sure. Uh, I mean... Uh... <laughs> We already got the first error of the uh, of the of the preview article. Yeah. Either way, it swings. I mean, one of the two cards are incorrect. Or are they? Because actually, on the preview that is very readable, yeah. there could be additional text after the text we just read in like a second paragraph below. Nah, because. There's like a break after the text on uh, on the very clear and uh, article corn. I I, I agree. Uh, it is unlikely. That would need to be a full empty line. Yeah. But if there were, then down Which there isn't. it could say after something happens, like after a friendly ship range zero three dies, you may yeah. flip this. You must flip this card, and it could be a double-sided pilot. And the corn on the other side has a no, Oh, yeah, that's reaching, man. But yeah, you keep your theories. Yeah, I, that's, uh, uh, I agree. Um, yeah. I agree. Anyway, yeah. so uh, so we're getting that. Yeah, I mean, we're getting corn horn in a T sixty five instead of an evening. That's. Yeah. Pretty substantial. That's pretty nice. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Corin here, mm -hmm. um, who, by the way, for those who don't know, was originally introduced in the Rogue Squadron 
uh, book series in, in Legends. Um, he's I5. We know his ability. Otherwise, he's a T65. How many points do you think he has? Is he... Oh, yeah, right. Is he... Let's find other I5. So is he, is <laughs> which, he, which version? The... the... The, the one that version or uh, the one or that the doesn't one that have, have force. force. The one that doesn't have force. All right. The so... one with the readable ability. So is he is he five points like uh uh Thane Kyrell? Or is he six points like Luke and Wedge? No way he's six points. His ability isn't that big. It's just nah. He's five. There'll be there'll be crazy to go six. I will. I will. We guess. I'm just gonna note it here in the show notes. We guess five points. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say it's just transferring locks, but then I thought about Hera and <laughs> decided against <laughs> mentioning that because Hera is pretty good, although she's only transferring tokens. Um, but I think this is different. This is offense only and yeah no no that's yeah five points okay mitigated with the size of loadout yeah so he he won't have a big loadout Um, because he's he will have a small um, he will have less loadout than think corral or more probably he'll, he'll probably be able to take a Small droid and a proton torpedo, like seven points or something. <laughs> is that specific proton enough? <laughs> proton torpedo is 12 points, so. Oh, yeah, they changed that. Why am I thinking five? Because that was the <laughs> old cost of the advanced proton torpedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm. Um, anyway, that's... our next pilot, what I'm going to let you read, is also actually from. Uh, yep. that same book series but a lot of yeah. people will just say no, no he's not, he's from 1.0 you know that great <laughs> book 1.0 yeah, that's a good book I enjoyed it immensely and the pilot in question uh, we're talking about Tycho Chelsu Psycho Tycho Psycho Tycho, that's correct We there used to be a Psycho Tycho build with, uh, where he could always be stressed and always take actions and this guy is in an A-Wing, like in 1.0. And his car text is, while you have two or fewer stress tokens, you may perform actions even while stressed. Which, incidentally, is the same kind of utility text he had in 1.0. So, and he's in initiative 5. Yeah. He used to be lower, right? No, no, no. He used to be 9. Was in he one, 9? In 1.0. He was maxed out. I used to think so. Nine. I mean, I guess other people would look at that. Yeah. I mean, if you were doing a podcast on the thing, you probably would look it up. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, this guy can be pretty relentless with his ability. He used to be an eight. Right. With the text, you may perform actions even while you have stress tokens. For those yeah. who hadn't haven't been around long enough, then initiative in 1.0 went from one to nine. 
occasionally yeah. and to you had but yeah you had veteran instincts with bumped it up two points and then you had what it, what was it called adaptive Adaptib adaptability adaptability then you could minus one or plus one yeah. to, uh, and it was zero points yeah good thing or we don't have that anymore yeah but yeah that's Tycho, the son of Alderaan. So, um then and of course that's a rebel wing you know rc1 yes then we have three more rebels who are who haven't been spoiled uh so one of them is wes jansen in the t65 uh we haven't had him spoiled in first edition his ability was after you perform an attack you may remove one focus evade or blue target lock token from the defender so I guess if they translate that directly, it will probably be after you perform an attack, you may assign a jam token to the defender. Probably. Um, I mean, that's a pretty uh, solid ability. I don't remember Wes's initiative, but I think he was sort of decent. So he would probably yeah. he could also be an I five. Jansson, X wing. Because with that ability, then initiative really matters. Yeah, he was an eight. He was an eight, so he should be a five. Yeah. If there's any sense. Well, uh, oh, hello, hello. Oh, no. What? We've been invaded. It's no. the Geesley. Just as we're <laughs> sitting here talking about 1.0 pilots, then uh, Geesley turns up. Yeah. Oh. Were you talking about Karen or Jax, maybe? No, we were talking no. about Wes Jansen oh. and Tycho. Nobody oh. wants to tell about Karner Jacks. Oh, I want to talk about Karner Jacks. Yeah, but nobody invited you. <laughs> I miss I missed you guys, man. I and my head is a mush after studying, so oh. I thought I thought I would show up a little bit at least. Study break. Okay, but you know yeah. what? You know what, Geesley? Uh what? if you if you pop up in the show notes you can get to do all of all of Empire. Oh. Which we will get to shortly. Ooh. And I think there's there are things there you will like and be happy about. Yeah. Because we're spending the rest of this episode talking about Hotshot Nasus too. Oh yeah. I'm actually hyped about that pack. Yeah, it is fantastic. Yeah, it looks good. Well, I'm semi hyped. I'm I'm I mean we're not getting Carner Jacks. That's at Connor Jacks. That that's that that's true. But uh, uh, I don't know if you've seen the second sister yet. Let's. But we'll talk about that soon. Yeah, yeah. I think that's hype there. A lot of hype. Yeah, I, I've seen her. Anyways, and all don't make me, don't make make me interrupt you guys, man. Okay, but uh, do find the show notes because I want you to read Empire. We need your we need your reading voice. Oh. So, uh, so uh, I have a horrible reading voice. Oh, no. anyways. Yeah, uh, you better get ready. <laughs> so anyway, that was Wes Jansen. We don't know. We think we know what he's going to do, but let's see uh, if that is. Oh, 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 we forgot it. How much do you what? think Tycho will be? How many points? All right. Ah, ooh, the Tycho with a pretty decent ability. I five. Uh, so four points. Do you really think we'll get an I five for four points? In an AOE? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, okay. I mean, Jake's depends. four, Shara's four, Wedge's four. I mean, depends four. on the loadout, right? 
it's it's so hard. So you're saying it's points dependent? <laughs> no, it's 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 loadout dependent. Yeah, it's a no. new thing. No, I mean. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we are we, so we are basically saying he will be four points if his loadout is very low, and then he will probably be a good value. Or if he's five, he needs to have a crazy loadout. Mm. Yeah, I mean, sure, uh, Ahsoka with force, mind you, and I have five is five points. Yeah, she gets hero ta hero discounts. Tycho yeah. will not. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna guess at the ones where we haven't spoiled the full ability because we don't know. Uh, did you did you notice my ninja? I already got the beer from the fridge. Oh, that was so that was so nice. I didn't even notice you were gone. Yeah. Um, then we have we talked about this in in our review of the extra mini extravaganza, uh, Kyo Vensi, which is the A wing pilot from Squadrons. So she's coming in an A wing. Yep. Uh, and then we have. Pops Crail in the Y-Wing, um, uh, who was one of the Battle of Yavin dudes, who's actually in the Battle of Yavin pack. Yeah. So he's technically unspoiled, but I mean, his Yavin ability is while you perform a turret attack, you may reroll up to two attack dice. So, so it's let's... Cavill. Right? Uh, Cavill is with... add a die, right? Oh, Cavill's add a die. This is like Braylon yeah, yeah, yeah. with Iron yeah, yeah. Cannon turret. Right. Okay. Uh, and without the stress. Um, so, I mean, um, how much do you think Pops here will, will cost? Uh, pops? Like, why? how much are white weeks? Jesus. Um, so, we don't... Do we know what uh, initiative is at in the uh, Yavin pack? We can know that. That means that uh, that I don't know yet, but I will tell you. Oh, he while, is while, initiative four. Right. So he'll be in. Uh, yeah, he'll be in four points. I don't see him going five. Nora actually is five. It depends. I mean, the Y wings should have quite an extensive loadout, right? Yeah, hey, this, this guy is just a turret Y-Wing, so he will be four points and then he'll have you know, enough loadout to, uh, to get a turret, a bomb, and maybe, an, maybe a mech. Yeah, I mean, you need 10 loadout for this guy. 10-ish loadout, okay. Yeah. I'm just making notes because then we can grade ourselves later. And oh, now yeah. we get into the Empire with our special wait. guest, Gisli. Wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Before we move on, we... we... We totally like whoosh went through Kyo Vensi because Kyo is actually force sensitive. No, he's not. Yeah, it is. Oh, really? I mean, cannon wise. Uh, let me see. Oh, Kyo my God. Vensi he's force sensitive. Force sensitive Maryland pilot who served as a member of the New Republic Vanguard Squadron during the Galactic Civil War. So that might be interesting. Wow. That's something. Yeah. Possibly okay. another force A wing. Yeah. Oh. I mean, if we, if we put it, uh, that might put it into a Soka territory at five. So put it in there. 
it also might just be he's very very little like he has a small force in him but not that yeah. much so he might not get the force economy just a good, yeah. <laughs> something yeah. something good to work with instead <laughs> or, he, or, he, or he might just have like uh, a force point but not no force slots yeah yeah okay. or or like uh like for, one for, for one force point non-recurring and he uh, regenerate force on uh, receiving damage <laughs> it's really good on aimings <laughs> oh or when uh when when being attacked and completely avoiding all the damage then he gets forced back we should be developers we should i mean develop. we've got God. all the good ideas God. Okay, but uh, okay. let's let's get into Empire. Okay, yeah. w- one thing before that, I don't know if you mentioned it. I I read somewhere that the Hotshots and Aces, this pack was actually developed by some former FFG developers. What? Yeah, yeah. Have you been on Reddit again, Gisli? No, no, no. I I did not read it on Reddit. I I don't take anything as truth on Reddit. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I don't know. I, there was someone that I that wrote it somewhere. A guy that I I wrote I something think, on the think, internet. Thank, thank. Well, I wouldn't say highly, but but still, he's not not a total little idiot. That is weird. So, yeah, he he wrote it like it was supposed to be some like. Uh, it, it, this is an AMG pack, but they outsourced to former FFG oh. developers, something like that. I don't Too bad know. we don't have credits on the outside of the box. Yeah. No, but I mean, uh, there. This might be complete complete nonsense, but I don't know. Probably yeah. is, but do go on. We will see yeah. in two months ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should I start? Yes. So we're going to start with Dale Cromwell's favorite pilot, Juno Eclipse, in the TIE Advanced X1. But unfortunately, he doesn't have a she. She doesn't have her 1.0 ability because someone else got it. Yeah. So it's basically, she's an I-5 in the next one. Uh, after you perform an action, you may perform a red boost action. Wait, so she's essentially an A-Wing? In an in a next one, yes. In the next one, yeah. That is yeah. essentially it, which is, like, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, for, for an X one that doesn't have the boost action, has to take afterburners. I think Red is going to be jealous. Does. Yeah, I would think so. It's quite cool. I yeah, like it. It's like half decent, uh, half decent blues. Mm-hmm. Um, and... uh, yeah. Ish. I wouldn't ish, say that. Uh, it's yeah. like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's like the one and two banks and the two and three straights. I said yeah. half decent. I didn't say good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the one banks, that's pretty big. No. Yeah. Or a tie. Sure. Uh, but the interesting thing is. Uh, which slots she'll get? Oh, uh, talent mod uh, systems 
probably. Yeah, but is she gonna get tech? Because Vader has tech, but Merrick still Vader's doesn't tech. have tech. No. Yeah. Merrick no, I... has sensors. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Vader has both sensors and tech, right? So. Yeah, yeah, both, yeah. And yeah, I think right. she was sort of. She's not really a canon thing. She's like a, a legends thing. So mm-hmm. we don't really know what she's supposed to be in canon, but. Well, well, she's canon now. She's canon now, but in Legends, she was also like one of the early test pilots on the X ones, which mm. is where Vader got his. So that could technically mm-hmm. mean there's tech. She would be. Imagine if she had like um, uh, a pattern analyzer. Yeah. Like, oh, let yeah. me just let me just do this K turn and the boost and the focus. Shouldn't or, she or be flying a V one then? No, the X one uh, was uh, an experimental. Thing. Oh yeah, but it's true. I use the word prototype, and that's usually on the other one. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think they both were essentially prototypes because I mean, they, they wait. never went into mass production on either. X one. That's Vader's shit, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a prototype, though. Yeah. Okay. But version one was before Vader's ship, right? Um. Uh, yes, Maybe. I mean, Rapples happened before Battle of Yavin, so probably. And the Inquisitor yeah. was flying the V1. Okay, thank you. Just wanted oh, to clear but, it up. But, now but, it's uh, now we, I understand. We also see nothing. Vader fly uh, the X1 before Yavin. Oh, true. That's true. He was flying but, the X1, but I when do he, with, with his seen... with his glorious uh, standing up on the X1. While facing Darth Maul, right? Oh yeah, and he's equally glorious killing the entire rebel fleet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the next one. Uh, but I do believe we see the V1 slightly before. But we don't know yeah. which was invented first, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I think they just had like, I don't know. Like, you know, when um, whenever, the, whenever the US needs a new fighter, there's always like competing programs and then they both build a flying prototype and then they choose one to keep developing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's yeah. essentially what happened here. Um, yeah. All right. Everything makes sense again. Okay. So uh, she's five points, right? Like Merrick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a boosting X1 at I4. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Six seems excessive. Yeah, probably. She could be six if she has a lot of loadout. Yeah. She'd have to have a meager loadout at five points, I think. Yeah. I mean, if she has uh, the tax slot, she should be six points or she is broken. Yeah. Okay. Following this, we have a flight leader Upl. Wait, the, wait. In the Before, heavy. Just don't drop a bomb like that. If she has a tax slot, what 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 is broken about the tax slot for those who don't realize? Uh, uh K turn target lock boost. Mm-hmm. Well, she would end up double stressed though, but still. Yeah. So uh, yeah, okay. pattern analyzer, no. 
Yeah. You could penalize her or... Um... I mean, she could have it, but maybe not enough loadout points just to utilize everything. Um, mm. you, you know what you could also do? You could also put primed thrusters on her. Oh, yeah. true, true. That's probably even better. And then you could do... Uh, what is it? Is it barrel roll into focus? Into red boost? Could you do the focus? Yeah, because uh, the, the X1 has... Uh, has a barrel roll into focus or focus into barrel roll. I yeah, but, but if you if you talent roll, oh, you mean just normal maneuver, just normal barrel maneuver with focus, a, with a prime right. thrusters. Yeah, okay. You could yeah, like, yeah, yeah, triple okay. action, like double yeah, position yeah. and have a focus. Sure. Okay. It's all good. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, and then we have this flight leader Ubel, who's in the in the fat boy, the heavy, the mm -hmm. Thai RB. Yeah. We don't know uh, anything about him. We don't know really anything about him, except that he was Onyx's leader, uh, and he's mentioned in the solo in the solo uh, uh, novelization, so the book version mm. of the movie. <gasps> okay. But, and uh, then Gisli. Yes. yes. We get second sister in a tie interceptor. She's an I four uh, with a regular tie interceptor with auto thrusters, but she get two reoccurring fours. Which is way cool. Interceptor with a force, finally. And her ability says while you perform an attack after the neutralize result step, if the attack hit, you may spend two force. If you do, change all of your hit results to crit results. Boom. That, yeah, I mean, imagine that in the boxes scenario. Oh, but just imagine that against, you know. I don't know. Just anything. <laughs> Any of these big honky ships. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and, and, wow. And, and, and look how good the timing is. It is after the neutralized result step. So you know what they have rolled. Yeah. yeah. And you know how much damage is going through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be broken as fuck. In certain scenarios. Well, absolutely. Cost dependent, right? <laughs> no, I mean, so yeah, irrelevant. <laughs> this ability is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like an inverse uh, Bosque, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so now we have like the free uh, inqu uh, normal inquisitors, and they all have an ability that's like spend both your force. And get yeah. something like uh, the seven sister crack shots. Uh, the fifth brother adds a crit, and this yeah. guy just turns everything to crit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It seems like oh. all, all the named um, all the named uh, V ones are all about sort of overcoming the fact that it's just a two die gun, <laughs> really. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking she's like a she's like a seven. Nah. Ah, soon she's a soon she's a six. I don't think we can yeah. go above six. She might no, have I'm, I'm I'm looking at like seven sister and, and those guys. They they are five. I would guess it's it's in the five range. Oh, but they don't no. fly interceptors. This is force. Yeah. I know. Seven sister is also force and fifth brother yeah, is she only has two reds. Yeah, you're talking about that's yeah, but 
That's that, those are not interceptors. No, but they they are V1s. Yeah. Okay. I will just claim look. I will claim that she is the the interceptor that she's most comparable to in practice is probably somebody like Gideon, uh, Gideon Hask. And maybe she will have a little she, he has 12 loadout for 5. 5. Points. Yeah. So if she has slightly less Maybe she has just like six loadout or something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for five points. That would no. be my bet. Oh, yeah. Jesus. If she goes five, I'm going to shoot myself. She has to be a six. I don't know. She's an, she's an I4. That's what she, she, she is. Yeah. I mean, soon tier is an I6. And for six points, soon tier is six points and 15 loadout. I would yeah. probably probably yeah. take him anyway. For all intents, she for all intents and purposes, he practically has at least one force charge. Yeah, yeah. With that ability, mm -hmm. I know it's not it's not absolutely guaranteed, but then again, a focus is better than a force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But two force and a way token. Sure, you, you will never sneak in an attack on that second sister. No, she'll be fantastic. Uh, on long range. Also, by the way. Great uh, uh, caption on her, the manipulative monster. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay, yeah. then we have two more unspoiled uh, Imperials. Uh, we have Mac for Tolvan in the, in the TILN. Yeah. Uh, she's from the Dr. Afra comics. Mm -hmm. And then we have Erika Quell. Also in the Thailand, she's from the Alphabet Squadron books, uh, where she's actually a rebel most of the time because after Operation Cinder, where you know after the Empire's death they just burn mm -hmm. down planets, uh, she's like, nah, I'm out. I, I'm not going to do this. Mm -hmm. um, but she's a pretty cool character. An Imperial pilot, I'll, I'll actually like. Okay, cool. I mean, you might eventually get her in an X-Wing. Because that's what yeah. she flies in Alphabet Squadron. Cool. Cool. Mm -hmm. So how about it? Let's move on to Scum and our favorite yeah. dude. Ando. Oh. Is it my turn? Yes. Oh. Okay, so we got Honda Onaka in a fire spray. But apparently he's a terrible pilot because he's an ST1. That is unsurprising. <laughs> and his caption is, I smell profit. Smell <laughs> profit. Eh? <laughs> okay, so uh, his text is, action, choose two non-huge ships at range zero and three of you that are not friendly to each other. Oh, God. Okay. Each chosen ship may prefer an action that is on your action bar, even while stressed. In order of your choice, yeah, then gain one calculated token. So he coordinates one friendly ship, one enemy ships, and gets a calculated token. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind of, kind of a two-for-one deal. He gets his calculate and coordinates someone else. Yeah. But your so, opponent gets an action as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and notice that, that uh, like, really two important things. First of all, even while stressed, 
meaning mm-hmm. that you cannot yeah. do the old hondo maneuver and just pick a ship that is stressed and coordinate. Yeah, yeah. But secondly, it has to be an action that is on Hondo's action bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it seems like that's where they pick their actions. So now you can um, coordinate your gauntlet friend to boost. Yeah. yeah. Or you can coordinate Fen Rao to reinforce. Or target lock. Or focus or, or anything. Or, or or the guy can take a red coordinate and coordinate it to some, some other ship instead. No, that's not on the action bar. It is? Is it? No, no, sorry. No, sorry. It's a reinforce, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it you, is. Could, you could pop in uh, a crew that gives coordinate and you can do it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, but... No I way. think I think if we if, go with cheeky upgrades, yeah. I think you pop on the Andraster title, and then you coordinate somebody a reload, because that's a really rare action to get at. Yeah, true. But I think yeah. the downside here is that each chosen ship may perform an action that is on your action bar. So, I mean, you also, I mean, I guess the idea is you coordinate something good in your list. And then you pick like, oh, you're uh, your academy pilot over there. Yeah. Okay, let's be realistic. Your jingoist over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can you know also do something? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But the jingoist can choose, though. He can choose, but but yeah. he doesn't get the same value out of a uh, like a focus token. Ask you know as you know I don't know Bosk. Would get. No, true. No, true. Um, true, true. By the yeah. way, talking talking about Hondo, when are we gonna get his his ship, like this this big big ass space disc he's flying? I I, I honestly hope never. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we needed like stereotypical UFOs in Star Wars. <laughs> no. I even true. think they spin, don't they? Yeah, they spin. It's just it. It is. I'm trying to forget that ever happened. I mean, how cool would it be on a table, like with the middle stuck to the pack, and you could spin it around? Oh, I, I my my board state! You messed up all the board state. But I mean, he usually, which is like uh, on point for his character, then I, we do see him there, like when he was a real like pirate king, mm-hmm. but. But the Hondo we, we, we love and enjoy is like the lone Hondo who has like, you know, yeah, maybe maybe a henchman with him, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And then he's usually he's usually like, oh, I stole this other guy's ship. Yeah. Like we exactly. he could be a pilot on a Sea Rock, um, mm-hmm. or he could be a pilot on um, a Lambda class mm-hmm. shuttle. There's, yeah. there's a Rebels episode where he, he stole this Lambda and it's just yeah. packed on the outside with cargo crates uh, along the, the top uh, fin on mm-hmm. it. It's fantastic. Okay. Yeah, cool. I, then, I, like the, I like that ability though. Yeah. So this is going to be seven points because that's what every fire spray is, right? I guess. Everybody accepts. Uh, Boba, oh, cool. yeah, Every, everybody's seven, yeah. 
yeah, and, and of course there's also 8.5 spray in, in Django in uh, in CIS. Mm, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, seven points. Seven points, uh, I don't know. 12, 13, yeah, 12, 13 blowouts, I would say, maybe. Okay, let's, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in. Cool. Okay, then we have mm. Tor Fun or more fun or whatever we want to call them which is like the uh amg's design they actually whoa wait a minute they actually said on stream that i don't know if it was plumber or the other guy who got to make this one up like the character oh cool so oh i don't know but he was revealed during the mini extravaganza that's why i know so this is tor fun direct pressure eye free fang um, so after you perform an attack, if the defender was destroyed, you may perform an action even while stressed. Then you may gain two strain tokens to perform a bonus attack. Yeah, this this smells a lot like somebody <laughs> that is making his first pilot. <laughs> that is incredible. So you got double tapping. And you get an action before you attack. Yeah, and note that the, the bonus attack is optional. If you don't take it, you don't get the strain. You just take the action. Yeah. That's insane. Wait. What did I miss? With double tapping. Tor fun. Tor fun. If he, if he attacks somebody, and if he kills him, he yeah. gets A, a free action. Yeah. And B, he may oh. take two, two strain tokens to for, perform a bonus attack. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. uh, that I ability know. is massive. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just, that's just one problem, right? Uh, okay. Thanks, suck. I'm sorry, but they do. In 2.5, yes, sure. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. I mean, they uh, can't stay. They can't stay at the place that where they want to be because of objective objectives. No, no, and uh, and on top of that, I mean, they're really good if your opponent is kind enough to bunch his entire list up in one place, mm -hmm. because then they can just you know do yeah. that. But but people don't do that in objective play. So yeah, plus they're expensive. They're very expensive. They die very easily. Concordia face off doesn't work at range zero, uh, mm -hmm. and. If you fly a fang, then the last thing you want is strain tokens. Yeah. I do realize that he's quite low. I mean, I3 is like the new I2. Um, mm -hmm. So he's probably only on one strain token the next turn. Because, I mean, a fang is doing a blue every turn anyway. Mm -hmm. um, because you're always pushing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, yeah, but. But I uh, know I, what I mean is, this is uh, like a really good ability. Yeah, it is. I mean, if they ever balance the fangs to be, if the fangs ever become re relevant, then this guy will break it. Yeah. So the question is, is he good enough to be six points? Which is ultra rock level. He's only I three, but I think so. Or because right now we have Fen at seven, which is dumb. Fen should be six. 
I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but he's shot. Um, he's not scarier than I don't know Wedge or Sunsir. Really isn't. No, not not like the game is today. No, no. Then we have Old T at six, uh, and then every other fan costs five. Mm-hmm. And then they of course have varying amounts of loadout. Uh, with the one with the most being Cat Solace, who's also you know the best of the rest. I think. How much does the Rebel Fangs cost? Because I mean they have Fangs now as well. They all cost five, except for for Fen, who costs six. Mm. Yeah. And I mean that it does include uh, the Bodica, who also has a bonus primary attack. Oh wait, this doesn't say primary. <coughs> no. No, no, but but realize what that what that actually means, because that means that you can fly him. And just expect to get the most of him, but then he has like an iron torp or an advanced torp or something. And then if he kills something, he just immediately target locks and throw that torp. Mm-hmm. I think it's five points. Hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Don't don't forget, he has two sets of linked actions. Yes. And both of them are repositions. Barrel focus or boost focus. Oh, Jesus. You can even load up. Uh, uh, you can even. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even. Yeah. I'm not in on this guy. That's too good. Oh, I don't think it's too good. Yeah. Okay. Agree to disagree. Yeah. I think. Uh... Okay, we'll see if he breaks. I, I I think it's it's a good ability, but he's an I three, so it kind of evens out. I mean, if you would see it on an I five or a six, it would be bonkers. I think if you can if you can find something else that allows you to uh, take two strains at I three, and remove one of them in the end phase for some with something and then you can remove the other one by doing a blue then yeah. that might be a thing there yeah but but he simply runs out of action because i mean these things in normal operation you do one of the repositions and then you do a focus mm-hmm. so what is your other action going to be that's so darn valuable you can do the other reposition you can boost uh, if, if you, you barrel, or you, you can barrel, if yeah, you boost, you can do the other yeah, or, position, or you can take a lock. Yeah, but is the lock? Uh, <laughs> is it worth taking two strain for a lock? If you can get rid of, if you're not getting if, shocked, <laughs> if if you can get rid of it, and you you are you are quite likely in a lot of games, you're going to be the last thing that shoots at i three. Yeah. True. Okay. I realized I haven't done a lot of list building with uh, with uh, uh, Scum recently, but don't they have like a ton of stuff to remove uh, tokens, negative tokens from you? No, I think that's rebels. Scum mm-hmm. just fucks you, fucks up the enemy. Yeah, they're not they're not in at helping their friends, but I think that's, yeah, that, that, I, that is probably one thing. But yeah, let's uh, let's move along. 
Yeah, the rest of the oh. time, I'll just go over it quickly since it's... Uh, since it's No, we don't go time. over quickly. With the next one, I mean, okay. that's one then of the coolest... You, you that's the one, one. Of, one of the coolest characters in all Star Wars. Yes, go. So we're getting Dr. Afra in the YV-666. She's an I-3. More we don't know, that but she's correct. cool. That is correct, yeah. And there's a ton of things in here. Like, if you look at the pack in general, then there's so many things, both in uh, both Empire and in Scum, that is from Dr. Afra. So, um, yeah. But it'll be oh. interesting what, what abilities she gets. Yeah, I mean, oh. she's... Is she, uh, she human? Yes. yes. No, she. 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 Oh. she. Okay. Yeah, he's way cool. She appeared first in the Vader comics, then she got her own own comic line. Vader, uh, he basically, yeah, she's a she's kind of she's a bounty hunter ish. She's a, a psychotic, bisexual version of, uh, uh, what is it called? Indiana Jones. Oh, she was, a, she with, was an... With, ar- with even she, less morals. Well, she she was an archaeologist, apparently. Yes, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah she, uh, she has a strong Indiana Jones vibe going on, just with oh, absolutely. extra psycho. I, I have the I I own the comics that she appeared on Invader, the comics I I collected like the first twenty issues or something. Nice. Yeah, but she's cool. She's cool. From that, we also get yeah. uh, Dirge in the Rogue class, uh, and we actually get this pilot twice because oh. we also get Dirge in the in CIS. By the way, one thing with. Dr. Afra, I mean, for those who don't know, Triple Zero and BT-1 are her droids. Yes, and that's actually the reason why they say um, you can include them in Empire Squad that includes Darth Vader. Mm, yeah, exactly. But otherwise, she's scum like them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really hope they've given her a paddle ability that works well if you put those two on her. Oh, that would be cool. So probably something with stress, something with calculates. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so we have Dirge, uh, who's like a bounty hunter. Um, appears both in Scum and CIS in the Rogue class. And then we have Lapin in the Mining Guild side, which is also a Dr. Afroth guy. Uh, now this guy, his last name is Tage. Which Ooh. leads me to believe that he is related to the guy Vader almost chokes in A New Hope. I think it's General Tage. It's like head of the Imperial Army or something. Wait. Eh? Did we get the Mining Guild tie in 2.0? In a black box? Uh. Oh yeah, okay. Yes, I yes. just go. I just googled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I I just didn't remember it. Sorry. That's true. Okay, 
Hey, do you want to take us into resistance? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, into resistance. We get another flying heap of crap. Scavenged YT-1300 and piloted by Poe Dameron. And he's a difficult man, apparently, because that's his title. So now we have Flyboy Poe, Commander Poe, and Difficult Poe. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, I wonder which, <laughs> what they're referring to there. Um, okay, he's he's still on I six. He's got the, he's got the normal stat line of the YT, normal actions. Uh, he's got two recurrent charges. And uh, his text read: Before you execute a maneuver, you may spend one charge. If you do, ignore obstacles during that maneuver. Well, oh yay! That's, that's we have like, dash. <laughs> yeah, it's reoccurring. Yeah, and it's just but, one of them. Yeah, but he has to spend two for his other. Oh, yeah, yeah. So second second part of the text is after you fully execute a maneuver, you may spend two charges to perform a white boost action or a red barrel action. Then if you performed a red barrel action, expose one damage card if able. Alright, alright, alright. So time. we've got a YT thirteen hundred that can now Boost or barrel mm -hmm. after executing fully uh, fully executing a maneuver, mm -hmm. and if he doesn't need that, he can just spend charges to ignore obstacles altogether. Yeah, but I mean, if you ignore it during the maneuver, it at least means that he cannot land on the obstacle. True. Because if he lands on the obstacle, he doesn't get an action. No, he's ignoring it. Yeah, yeah, but only during the maneuver. That the maneuver. So if he lands on it, he still. I don't know. He's may still, uh, maybe he's, he's he still doesn't get to shoot though. He doesn't get to shoot, but the question yeah, is, yeah. if he wait, lands wait. on it but has his nose boost. out, can he? Still yeah, boost? he absolutely he probably can because it is it is because he's overlapping during the mm -hmm. maneuver that he skips the action step. I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay, ignoring the obstacle during the maneuver yeah. uh, skips the trigger of <laughs> foregoing your action phase. Yeah, okay. I am officially worried of an I-6 yeah. large base boosting ship. Yeah. Wait, wait, that... wait, wait. Guys, where have we seen uh, a large base boosting ship before boosting off rocks? Oh, yeah, 1.0. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, the ghost like to do that. Exactly. Uh, or or super dash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that was that oh, was no, right near. Oh no, he didn't even need to. He could just stay there. No. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I mean, that was right there during the end of 1.0. So are we there yet? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But let me just say that I recently played against the resistance list that involved a boosting falcon, and it was. That was just turned into uncatchable. It was quite annoying. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sure Poe's going to be fine. What can go He's, he's going to be expensive. Yes. So speaking of expensive, how expensive is he going to be? 
Let's see. No force, so but he got two charges with uh, two excellent abilities. I six. So is he an eight or a nine? I don't think he's a nine. No, I, I, mean, I would guess. I would guess eight. I would guess Ray. Eight. Ray, Ray, Ray is eight. Eight is, is silly Han, too. Han Solo in the uh, is eight in the in the Rebel Falcon, but he has two mm -hmm. more shields. Yeah. And his rose I mean, is red. It'd be silly to point it at seven. That's too cheap. Yeah, eight and I don't know, twenty loadout points maybe. Five less than Ray has. Yeah. I. I would. Go I mean, that. to be fair, he doesn't need it. <laughs> oh, he does. He wants. Uh, I don't know. He wants something. I mean, it depends on what loadout he gets. Yeah. He will get a he will get a gunner and a talent and a mod. What more? I don't know. He probably wants Rose. Crew, gunner, talent. You know, if I can just interject with uh, a little aside that I've been thinking about. I think okay. the biggest problem the resistance faction has, or maybe it's not the biggest, but a pretty big problem the resistance faction has is that since we don't have the depth in the faction that we have in like rebels or empire or the prequel factions there's only so many name characters that are really good because we all know that the people from the movies tend to be better than average mm -hmm. joes unless there's like some kind of game developer mistake where they incidentally make an average joe really good but that actually means that like Finn is a fantastic piece of gunner. Rose is a fantastic piece of crew, but they are also mm -hmm. gr both great pilots. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you already have a rather limited selection in resistance, and it's even th this thing that you cannot bring the same character twice really hits them much harder than yeah. any other faction. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's only really Empire who's like, oh, I wish I could bring all the Vaders, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that's the true cost of flying Ray is that, okay, now I can fly, you know, Finn or Rose. Well, I guess you can, but then you're not flying the best Ray, in my humble opinion. Yeah. And also, obviously, they're missing, like, cheap filler, fillers. Oh, yes, yes, because the resistance Y-Wing doesn't exist. <laughs> they uh, used I, I, to. I, I, I'm sorry, they used to do that, Geesley. You've been away. Uh, right now, every resistance list has three three-point Y-wings in them. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I, I know that. So, uh, but still. And, and you also have like both Rose and Finpod, who's also three points. Mm. Okay, okay. But they used nope. to. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it, let's move on to the next one. Next one. And that's a T-70. Zay Versio, her father's daughter. And that's in T70, yeah. While you defend, if the attacker is damaged, you may reroll one defense die. Okay, do, do I need to law quiz you on who Zay Versio is? <laughs> Ivans? Yes, but oh. who's the father? Yeah, I isn't uh, oh, I wasn't it Del Miko? Yes. Oh. Which is why she was... essentially has Dell's ability, but only counting for herself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I3, E70. 
So kill her before you get damaged. Yeah. Mm. Or, you know, I mean, I think she can. You can probably safely ignore her, can't you? I mean, there's so many. Like all the T70s is are like, well, except for Poe, Flappy, Snappy, and other Poe. All the other T70s are five points. She's also going to be five points. Yeah. Jessica, Joff, Red Squadron, yeah. Bastion, Nimishirin. And then they have between nine and 13 loadout. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't see you picking her when you could, all the others have, like for five points, you can get the end on right? Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, doesn't she have to be cheaper than Jessica Power? But you can't put them at four. Because then it's broken. Even with zero loadout. Yeah, I guess that's the uh, the great difficulty of 2.5, right? And I don't know why you had to focus in on Jessica Power. Jessica Power is... Oh, that's why you focused in on Jessica Power. Because it's somewhat the same ability. Yeah. Yeah, same ability, same initiative, same chassis. I mean, but Jessica is more versatile. But if you got a bunch of damaged ships shooting at, say, it's better. So situationally better. But very, very situationally. So yeah. uh, five points, I don't think anyone would fly her. No, and I, but I don't think I can put her at four. So see, I guess. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Aiden and Del's daughter will never die because she's never seen the table. Yep, that's it. There you go. Okay. Then we have the 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 as of yet unspoiled or so, only the, only halfway unspoiled. We have Lando in the Falcon, subtitle yep. Old General. Um, I five. We don't know what his ability is. No. Thematically, it should be something about calling for help or arriving in the middle of the battle and turning everything over. Maybe he deploys later. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he's got a fashion, uh, a history of fashionably late entrances, right? Yeah. He, he always arrives just when needed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, and that's sort of just like we saw a lot of, uh, a lot of effort earlier, then, uh, in the resistance and first order, we see a lot from the resistance show where we so far has only seen Cass and Jaeger and essentially the fireball pack. Mm -hmm. So now we get, and, and bucket, don't, don't and forget bucket, bucket. who was also in, in, in the pack. Yeah. Uh, so we get Venice Adosa. Uh, who's the wife of Captain Dosa, who runs the station in Resistance and is the mother of, is he called Tora? I think she's called Tora. Uh, Cass's uh, maybe girlfriend. Uh, she's like a really good pilot, and uh, we'll see a little bit more on that. She might actually be quite high initiative, like I-5 or I-6. Um, 
and she killed a lot of first order dudes but which we'll get to um and she has this really weird modified t70 that is it seems like it was once a t65 and then she just replaced the engines as as she needed to and it looks really weird mm. there are no upgrade cards in the pack uh, except for five condition cards it's probably from some pilots. No, I mean, uh, that means we won't get her droid. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because she did have, she had a, an astromech that was called Torch. Uh, that's actually, oh, that's almost a little sad. Yeah. Um, okay. Then we have Taka Jamarisa, uh, who flies the resistance transport. Also on spot, what I could find from on her was that she's from Alderaan. Uh, she was originally in the last shot novel um which is like a, a book about lando and han and the falcon and it sort of skips back and forth in time uh but she helps them out with something uh and she usually flew some other freighter uh called vermilion who was like a prison transport or used to be a prison transport but now she apparently flies the resistance transport so I mean, I read the oh, book, yeah. and I don't remember her character, so maybe I should read the book again, or maybe she was not that interesting. But, well, they pulled a name from lore. Well, if she was uh, hanging out with Lando and Han, she probably hot, right? Closer to be crew, <laughs> she... so... Huh. I don't know. Okay, and in the First Order, we have... A few things spoiled, but most of all, we have uh, free FO pilots, which are not spoiled. And they're sort of also from the Resistance show, so I will just continue with those. So we have Lieutenant Gaelic, uh, who was a First Order flight instructor and was eventually killed by aforementioned Vanessa Dosa uh, in Resistance. Then we have DT-798, who in the show is called Jace Rocklin. Uh, and he starts not being in the first order, but just being like one of those racing pilots. And he's like, he's like the smart ass who's like, oh, I have the fastest ship. I will be the best. And he very deceptive and tricks Cass. And it's just the mean guy. Um, but eventually he's recruited to the first order. Um, and, and, and tricks one of Cass's friends into joining them. And we have Lin Gava, who is his mechanic, who's also flying an FO. Uh, so I'm sort of thinking they might get some kind of abilities to, that synergizes with each other. That could be fun. It's not really an FO thing to synergize, but I mean, they are sort of like a team. So maybe. It might. It might. Makes sense. And then we have our first reveal here is Joel Gergerod and the Fomber. Um, and you might recognize the last name from mm -hmm. off Jurgerod, the, the Death Star 2 commander, and it is actually his daughter-in-law. Hmm. So she married his son. Yeah, okay. Um, and what is this? This is just like a regular farmer with free charges, doesn't recur. 
but after you perform a boost action, you may spend a charge to remove one non-lock red or orange token. So what does this mean? You can get, uh, you can get rid of... Wait, do they get get tax slot? They yes. get rid of stress. No, it's after they do the boost action. So they had uh, would have to have an upgrade to enable them to do the boost action. No, no, but if 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 you if you use the boost action, which is normally red, if you don't do it in the system phase, like all the other farmers, mm -hmm. and you do, just do a regular boost, then yeah. you can remove it. Then it essentially turns you a boost white, right? Right. So a regular boost would be a white boost uh, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, she, she could have prime thrusters, like if, if she had a stress already, then she would be able to boost. Yeah, these and, guys and, do have and remove stuff. remove one of them, then do a green, and remove the other one, something like that. Yeah, they can get pattern analyzer or prime thrusters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could also. Yeah, prime thrusters is the way to go. Yeah. That makes these ships considerably better you because also... the turnaround on these things is dreadful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess you could also coordinate a reload to her before she activates, and then when she activates, she does a boost, mm. takes the stress from that, but removes the weapons disabled. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I mean, sure. It's a little weird. Or, well, she so yeah, can yeah. remove either the stress well, or the weapons That's, that's and, definitely a thing. I mean, if you actually do that, and somebody says, oh, right, that one won't be shooting. I guess I'll just park this guy right there. But, yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. But I actually think it, the Prime Thrusters combination is the best one, right? Because then you can, then you can clear your stress already in the system phase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. That turns you into a defender. Yep, you can K turn indefinitely. Yeah, and every time you can sort of change the angle by curvy yeah. boosting. Mm -hmm. You can just sloop, 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 sloop. Yeah. Like you were All a song from the long. 80s. Uh, that's a different thing, but I get your drift. Um, and they, do, they have sloops and the curvy boosts, so they can actually do a hard, hard sloop. Yeah, or they can curvy boost one direction and sloop in the other, which is sort of yeah. like a straight. S slinky K turn. <laughs> slinky K turn, where you either do it left or right, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, I got to continue studying, so. Yeah, you do that. It was great coming here, and uh, I miss you guys. I'm I'm hoping to be able to come back after after New Year's, after the tests. Oh, you should tell the listeners what you're studying, actually. Yeah. Oh, I'm becoming a pilot. <laughs> An that, actual is, pilot. Is that a career choice or No, 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 no. I'm just just a hobby. Just a private pilot. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, so dope. I, I'm I'm too I'm too old to become a 
uh, commercial pilot. And I'm too colorblind for it as well. <laughs> I cannot wait to see Iceland from the sky with you on the stick. Well, maybe I should wait. <laughs> no, I have faith, you... friend. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, you, you know how it is. Like, if you are in a really big company, all the all the top management guys they're not allowed to be in the same plane plane at the same time because if it falls mm-hmm. down, then the company is just fucked. Yeah, well, it's the same I... thing here. We all three of yeah. us cannot be in the plane because if it falls down. Then is it, are we just gonna leave the podcast to Steppy? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not correct. I, I'll I'll get us a, a four seater Cessna, so one seventy two, yeah. so Steppy can join us as well. Along. Okay, so we can all just go down together. <laughs> yes. Is it better to burn out or fade away? Uh, it is better to fade away slowly over I, I don't, I, I, it, it depends it depends if you wake up to, while you're burning oh, yeah. afterwards sure okay <laughs> okay so, anyways thanks guys uh, for letting me join you for a short while well Fantastic. we didn't let you anything you just barged in here yeah, yeah. and you're all, like always welcome uh but yeah. but can you poke the editor to actually release at the same week as Oh, he, he, he send the editor stuff just after the episode, and he will put it out tomorrow, one hundred percent. What are the odds? Yeah, about one in about eleven in twelve, I think. Or one in one ones. in yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, so it, I've I've noted our guess for this one as four points. Unless yep. AMD sees reason. Yeah. And okay. Maybe. Goodbye, man. Literally. So unless they figure uh, out that Fomber should not points. be four points, then, uh, yeah. then this one would also be four. Breach is five. Yeah, a breach is five, but breach has uh, eighteen loadout. He has uh, an ability that is friendly to shooting torpedoes, and he's I five. I don't yeah. think that this guy is that good. Uh, okay. Um, I think it's actually pretty. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I would. I would uh, hope that she's a five because those ships are fucking annoying. Yes. And this I, what this ability makes her more annoying. So here's hoping. Here's hoping. Uh, yeah. So I I agree. It should be five, but it's gonna be four. Oh, unless yeah, they all go up in cost. In, the, in that case, it will probably be five. Four points, not a lot of loadout then. Okay. So you want to do the the last first order one? Yeah, Agent Tierney in a Zai shuttle from the show Resistance. Yes. Have you seen Resistance, by the way? Yeah. And oh, that this surprised guy. me. I didn't expect a yes there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Do you remember her? Uh, she's like the smooth-talking no. ISB-like uh, lady who's just like telling Tam all the lies about, oh, it would be so great. The First Order is the best place ever. And Ah. Oh, that's yeah. a lot of enemies. Okay. Um, yeah. Eventually killed by Kylo for failing. Oh my god, that's thematic. 
Um, okay. We only see her flying an Upsilon, but here she is flying a Xi. And she's I3. Persuasive recruiter. How apt. Um, setup. After placing forces, you must probably assign the broken trust condition to an enemy ship. And we do not know what broken trust is, but that's a condition card. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically that's basically Republic. I mean, we don't know what it is. Uh, it sort of makes it hard to try to guess. Eiffel. On the other hand, all the other sides are all of them are four points. I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess four points. Yeah, probably. Because three, I mean, three points, yeah. even if the ability was blank, would be crazy. Yeah. And uh, on the other hand, then the abilities trust. of the size for four points are already pretty freaking good. Like Malarus. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, a three-point double crew carrier yeah. with mod slots, tax slots, and talents would be pretty insane. That's... Yeah. I mean, it, yeah could, there is a case that Broken Trust, since we don't know what it is, is so bonkers good that she would be five points, but I don't think so. Yeah. Four points, you won't get any objections from me. No. Okay, so let's get into the Republic. Here we have Adi Gallia, and we actually have her twice because we get her both in the oh. normally the Spite and the 7B. Oh, okay. So we see her in Clone Wars, and she's at some point, then her and Obi-Wan is fighting Molan Savage, and she dies. Ah. That's her greatest achievement. I mean, she's a Jedi <laughs> Master, right? And um, yeah, yeah. So Adigaria I five subtitle shooting star, and uh -huh. her ability is essentially sort of like a personal version of click, meaning while you defend at attack range one, you may spend one force. If you do, the attacker cannot apply the range bonus. While you perform an attack against the defender at attack range three, you may spend one force. If you do, the defender cannot apply the range bonus. Do you know how many force she has? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say she has two. Probably one. Oh, probably two. She's a master. That makes sense. Yeah, but in the spread, we don't see the stat line, ship no. stat line, so we don't know how many. We don't know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume two. And yeah. let's see. So her ability is, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if she has two force, it's pretty good because then she can essentially stay on target even though she has other ships hunting her. Yeah. You know, she takes the range one to the face, but she got that ship at range three that's uh, left on two hull or got the objective or whatever. And she can still, uh, you know, shoot that guy because it makes more sense. Yeah. And I actually think in particular, she's probably good in the 7B. Yeah. Because 
there, you really don't want to take the extra die up front because you're a bit chunkier, but you don't have the defense for it. Mm -hmm. um, and also you have more offense, so using her ability at range free really matters. Yeah. So I kind of like her, but I also think, I mean, this is another one of those where, well, the costing is pretty predictable. Yeah. Like the uh, two is other... this a 7B? It, is it, is, a... it is in both. There's two cards of her. One for each. And the same text. I would same assume. Ability. That is the assumption. Okay. I don't All know right. which might, of might not this be. is. It's probably even the same picture. Um, it, it almost certainly the same thing. Right. Uh, so that's the assumption at least. I would guess that she is five points and seven points respectively, which is the same as Obi Wan yeah. and Plo, who are also I five, mm -hmm. and with for the seven B version, then it's actually also the same yeah. as Anakin because he gets the Anakin discount. Sure. That makes sense. Five points. Okay. Then we have Sicko in the lad. Uh, after you assign, after you execute a basic maneuver, you may assign the sickening maneuver to yourself. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have no point of reference. Uh, it sounds like a lad that can sidestep. I hope it's a lad that can sidestep because that's what we all want. Sickening maneuver. Yeah, that's probably a sideslip. That's... Yeah, okay. It's a lat. Do you want side-slipping lats? I mean... They sort of behave in the air when you see them, because they are drop ships, right? So yeah. they sort of behave almost like helicopters and, and seem to be able to fly sideways and all kinds of things. Or is that just me? Um, I think they just mostly go forward and down and then get shut down. That's true. They do tend to do that. But I could see like one that is just like trained in precision you know, landings sure. between narrow buildings and stuff. But every, all the other lads are five points, so should we go, go out on a, on a limb and call this five points? Yeah. You may, after you execute a basic maneuver, you may assign a sickening maneuver condition. I mean, that means you do a basic maneuver and then you have to do a side slip next turn or something, something like that. Or you can, at least. Yeah. I mean, in theory, it could be fun if... Um, I mean, we've seen sideslip with turns and banks. Yeah. But there's nothing in theory preventing a sideslip with a straight. That's a barrel. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
But I mean, that would be sickening in a ship like this. Yeah, and yeah. it would actually be pretty good on a lot. Yeah, instead of going forward, just go oh sideways. wait, wait, you can't side slip with a straight because the direction informs you which side to put it on. So is it like a hard turn, uh, a side slip with a turn template? We don't know. It could also be, I mean, after all, they needed to put it on a condition card, probably because the text couldn't fit. But then there's not a lot of room on the on the lat cards because the fire convergence takes up so much space. I2, that's actually... Yeah. Pretty good for a support ship to be low initiatives. Yeah. So you can, like, eh, interesting. Um, That's, yeah, they have coordinate, reloads. Oh, they don't have coordinate, they have reinforce. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, block. do they have reload? They have reload and they have turn turret. Yeah, they reload. Oh, nice. Um, and then we have Kit Fisto in the edit two. Um, okay. I four two force, enthusiastic exemplar. Wait, we had Kit as crew, right? Yes, he came with the lad pack as crew. Uh, so. While another friendly ship defends, if the attacker is in its bullseye, so if the defender has the attacker in the defender's bullseye, you may spend a force to change one of the defender's blank results to a focus result. Okay. That is like... Totally different from uh, the crew thingy. Where uh, that is the uh, start of the engagement phase, you may choose one friendly ship at range zero one, spend one force if you do, may perform a red uh, evade action. Well, it's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the, the helping with the defense. Sure, yeah. Okay. I, I think right now the other two is like a very, very, very unattractive ship. Because Proxmice exists, um, but Charge. I mean, as far as edit two goes, this is not bad. Oh yeah, because it's all the blank results. <laughs> that is. Oh, it's just one. Oh no, it's one. Okay, so. Yeah, it's a meh ability, I think. Yeah, but I mean, in practice, it's almost like adding an evade. Oh, no, changing to an evade. Because, I mean... Well, you have to spend two force to get that evade and to have a bullseye. It might, one of them, those forces might be your own. And the other one's is somebody else's. Yeah, uh, that, that one time that actually saves ship with two or three evades, it's going to be... But yeah. Okay. All the other twos are five points except Anakin, who's six. So um, she's gonna be five points, or he's gonna be five points. Mm. Either. 
I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, to keep score on, on this one. Uh, I mean, if you fly it together with Ayla Secura, who can also like do another blank to eye conversion for you, yeah, then you can get very close to just having three of eights on every defense, and then the other two might be playable if there's no proxmats. Okay, and then we get uh, Naboo and one, Gavin Sykes. Um, I figured out, uh, I looked him up, and he comes from a video game that is called Star Wars Episode One: Battle for Naboo on the N64 and on the PC. So he's oh, so old. Yeah, very old. He's like uh, uh, Bravo Six, so he flies under under Rick. And we can almost see it all. So I'm guessing here, while you defend or perform an attack, if the speed of your revealed maneuver is greater than the enemy's ships, you may reroll all your blank results. Oh, dear God. And that's on defense and attack. And, attack. and they always go 305. <laughs> Uh, three to five man, uh, speed maneuvers because they want their boosts. Yes. All right. I think that makes... That's really good. Yeah, it's really, really good. So he will have a good chance of having two evades whenever he... If he only gets shot once in a turn, he's going to have two evades. Uh, Recule is five. Other by Anakin and he's I three. Yeah, same as Daniel Berger, who is four. Yeah, but who probably has a worse ability? He might be four. I mean, the handmaidens only four. Well. Dine has a pretty similar ability. Uh, that's the re revealed maneuver speed is, but he has to guess the speed. So you can't get modified modifications. But yeah, he's like an inver inverse <laughs> Rene, a Dine Elberger. Um, yeah, he's better than Dine. So yeah, he's probably a five. Yeah, he could also just have a little bit less loadout. I mean, you don't need... Dine has 14, which is a lot. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, but Bravo Flight Officer has four and only eight. Whereas... Yeah, but I mean, we don't count generics, right? The hand, yeah. the handmaidens essentially, like, allows you to add evades or throw evades around yeah. with their decoys, so... I don't think he's yeah, five so because knows? he's not he's not Anakin level and Padme is just overcosted. He's neither Anakin nor Rick level because Rick gets to roll extra dice and that's even better. Yeah. I don't know. These these uh, Naboo's are all over the place. So four points kind of makes, with low yeah. loadout or five with crazy loadout. I wonder which would be worse. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, they don't have a lot of slots. They do have torp slots, though. They do have torp slots, so that takes points really quickly. They have Astromex, which is yeah. always a solid way to spend sort of four, three to four points. Yeah. Uh, they have sensors. That's just FCS or passives. Mm -hmm. And then there's talents, right? You can also yeah. outmaneuver is pretty good on uh, on these things. And when you have rerolls, you might also do well with something like Daredevil. But I at I three, it's not that attractive. No. So anyway. Okay, and then finally in the Republic, uh, we have Slammer in a torrent. Torrent. Uh, we don't know much about him. He's not spoiled. Uh, Blue Free, we saw him or at least heard him in Clone Wars um, when Ahsoka was leading a bunch of Torrens yeah. to their deaths. Yeah. Uh, she was sort of uh, learning. It was yeah. a learning experience for Ahsoka <laughs> and it was the last experience for Slammer. I'm not sure, but yeah. I think maybe Swoop died at the same time. Oh no, he can't yeah. have because he turned into Hawk. I forgot. Yeah. So that's what we know. We so, don't really know anything. Yeah. Whatever. Don't know his ability. So there's a torrent around three to four points. Yeah. Okay. Finally, right. let's just finish up separatists. Right. Okay. Insis. We have. Volan Das in a Tri Fighter. Uh, and it's a bounty hunter from Clone Wars comic that had a specially modified Tri Fighter. Yes, so he's not a Tri Fighter. He's a person. It's an organic. Flying a Tri Fighter. Yes. How novel. <laughs> All right. His uh, title is Impatient Invader. I-5. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. After you fully execute a red maneuver, you may choose an enemy ship at range one. Oh, any range one. Cool. Uh, the chosen ship gains one strain token, and you may remove one stress token. What? So he's sort of Neon? So he's sort of Anakin? He get he gets an action after that. Yeah, and Nian gets an action as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's a Nian. Oh, and I, can, I mean, can... Nian usually gets two when he does that, but sure. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, notice the ship ability is not the normal tri fighter ability because the normal tri fighter <laughs> ability is network calculations. All oh, right, and this, yeah, he's not a droid, so this ship is not affected by the standardized restriction. Reduce the difficulty of your speed two and three bank maneuvers. Increase the difficulty of your speed three turn maneuvers. Yeah, so this is this ability is called modified for organics. All right, so his one heart becomes no. red. No, his, his his one speed maneuvers are not changed. Oh, it's just two and three. Oh, so it's two. His blue two and three uh, hearts become white. 
No. And is because it's only the free turn that becomes white. The two turns stays blue. All right. So he, get, he two... essentially just gets an A-wing. Turn. Yeah. Basically. With shorter sloops. Not only an aiming tile, but an RC2 aiming tile. Uh, except for the 5 4 is still white. Yeah. But it's got one talon, uh, talon rolls and three and 5k turn. This is really good. This is a, wow. Yeah, now he has blue. Blue two and three banks. And blue two turn. And blue two turns and white three turns. Three, two, four forwards of blue. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't need the blue. It just K turns behind people and, uh, you know, does his thing. Yeah, but if he misses it, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Also, he can also get stressed in another way because they also have quite good uh, linked actions. That and I think we, we can assume true. that all the calculates have changed the focuses. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, will it stay boost into focus? Because they have a boost calculate and a barrel evade. Probably. Maybe. I mean, they changed Maybe. other things for the ship. They might change that. Yeah, but for most intents and purposes... Yeah. This turns the ship into a tie interceptor with blue free banks. Yeah, a very, very cheap tie interceptor. Uh, uh, yeah. It's probably not going to be that cheap. Four points? I mean, you pay four points for a lot of tie interceptors. Yeah. Most of them, actually. I mean, this can, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's got the interceptor stat line, but it can behave like a defender. Oh yeah, because of his ability. Yeah, he's got a five k. I mean, yeah, that's true. But you also have to know that there's something there. Oh yeah, but it's range one wherever. It's not in your arc or anything. You just have to approximate oh, the yeah, couple of not, range it's one. It's not New York, so it's no sort of better than Nian's ability. Yeah. Um, and unlike the Interceptor, they also have missile slots. Is it good? I've always thought the uh, Tri-Fighters are good. I'm still, I'm still not sold on them being five points because that's Nian costing and he's flying at C-70. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. all the tri-fighters are four points. Yeah, but is he going to be four as well? Or is he going to be five and have an insane loadout? Oh, I don't know. I think I think it'll be four with low loadout instead. Uh, I'm, I'm go for that. I think five will... It will not be justified. No. Um... Okay. I think it'll be good at four with Lola. I mean, they probably think about, I mean, nobody's flying tri-fighters. Nobody's using them. Yeah, I agree. So they'll probably go for four. Okay. <sighs> um, All right. Then Aurora we have Sing. Aura Sing. Aura Sing. Fire Spray. And it's the four. Um, we know nothing. 
No, I mean, we know somebody pushed her. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, so Aura Singh. Yes. Yeah. You see her in a Phantom Menace when she's, she's watching the pot racing. Oh. She has this tall uh, uh, sort of spike of hair on top of her head. And then she's in the Clone Wars, where she is, and that's where she flies the fire spray because she sort of becomes a foster big sister for Boba. Okay. And then in Solo, when um, Lando is talking to what's the old guy's name? Old guy. Yeah, you know. The 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 old scoundrel. Lando talking to an old scoundrel. Yeah, Woody Helson's character. Tobias oh, Beckett. Yeah, Beckett. Yeah. Yeah. So Lando is talking to Beckett. Mm-hmm. And He's like, uh, oh, I heard you, you, you killed Aura Singh. And he responds with, no, I, I just pushed her. I'm pretty sure the fall killed her. <laughs> and, oh, okay. and Lando's very grateful because he was only, he, 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 he had apparently, you know, there were some money issues where he had to pay Aura money. But yeah, he probably owes everybody money. He owed him he owed her money because yeah, but now he she was dead, so he doesn't have to pay. So uh that was the little law segment I heard. Look, we've done little law segments. I wonder if people like our little law segments. Um sure. anyway. Um then we have Dirge. We talked about Dirge earlier and Scum. Yeah. Same thing, may or may not be the same ability. We obviously can know. Mm-hmm. Um, also role class. Yeah, also in the world class. And then we have two vultures. And they are so funny, all of them. But especially this first one. We have an, a unique vulture called the Iron Assembler. Okay. And as it turns out, uh, I looked it up on, on Wikipedia. So the Iron Assembler was a rogue vulture class. So not a rogue class, but a, a rogue vulture class. A droid starfighter that was spotted in the Naboo system in one in year one after the Battle of Yavin. Okay. So as it turns out, this was an NPC in the old Sony Online uh, morgue called Star Wars Galaxies. Yep. Uh, and they just this thing just appeared sometimes when you were in Naboo. That's it. We don't really know anything. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but but no, notice that one after the Battle of Yavin. That's really late for a vulture. Yeah. Uh, so that's like 20 years after the Empire was defeated. Or, or after the Separatists were defeated. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of late, the last thing we have, and this is the triple pip that got us up to 38 pilot cards, is the Kilrodo Eye holdout, which is a vulture. And the only thing I could find on this was that Kelrodo I is a system somewhere in the outer rim 
and there were cis forces who held out, hence it's a Colorado I holdout. They held out until 17 before the Battle of Yavin, so two years. They essentially okay. just kept insisting on being separatists. And apparently they had some vultures, and you can now you can have three of them as well. All right. So yeah, that was Hotshot Nasus. That took longer than I expected. Ooh. I think it was yeah. fun. That's that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's like Hotshot Nasus two in two hours. So you know what's going to happen when they do Hotshot Nasus three. Two hours. Now three hours. Oh, so you think Hot Shots, Shot Nasus 1 took us one hour? Probably. That was not that many pilots. Ah, uh, true. Anyway, before we go to shout-outs, I actually want to, want to hear, totally spoiler-free, okay. uh, what do you think of Andor? I am enjoying Andor very much. I'm up to date, and... And episode four is freaking fantastic. Yeah, it's good. The pace of the show is kind of, you know, uh, kind of slow, which is, I think it's a good thing. I, I really yeah. enjoyed. I enjoy the world building. I think, I mean, realistically, maybe the first three episodes should just have been two episodes. And maybe there's such a thing as too slow. I'm not sure. I yeah, really maybe. liked the pacing of episode four. There was stuff happening. And um, I mean, the things you see and oh, I'm almost, I'm almost doing spoilers, but we are, I promise to stay spoiler free. So we are. Um, okay. I've got a little bit of a hot take on the pace. Yes. Uh, so uh, all the characters and the things going on in the first four episodes yeah if we if the uh, characters from that really have no bearing on the last eight episodes of the series it's way too slow oh you mean if some of the characters that we were introduced to that was obviously not like main main characters but yeah, yeah. So some just, of the side characters that we still yeah. spend time on, if we never yeah. see them again, yeah. then it's a little bit wasted. That's a waste. Uh, but yeah. if I, they have some bearing on the last eight shows, I think it'll be great. Yeah, I agree. Because it's it's going to be quite a character gallery. Like in most Star Wars movies, if you think about the the number of characters, even in a movie, yeah, the number of characters that really matters to the plot is like three, <laughs> uh, but at least less than ten, right? <laughs> and if you look at like a Mando show in a in a any given episode or over even over a season, it's like five. Yeah, and the same thing pretty much went for Kenobi. Uh, but here we already introduced like way over ten. Yeah. Uh, in the first four episodes. So yeah. I, I agree, all that character building has to sort of lead somewhere-ish. But I also think the slow pace also means that when then, when there is a moment of action, it is just more meaningful. Yeah. I mean, if they use it, absolutely. 
So I'm excited for the rest of the season. Absolutely. And also, I mean, in like in a typical Star Wars movie, like you're emotionally invested in the Empire has a battle station that is about to kill a planet and a trillion people. And hmm. you get the same level of emotional uh, investment in, oh, these guys might actually arrest Andor and it will, or Cassian, and it will be bad. Yeah. Because it's really played up. It's like, oh no, they are coming for him. <laughs> it's yeah. so crazy. Okay. Anyway, uh, ah, I could talk so much more, but I cannot remain spoiler free if we do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's not yeah, do stop that. Now. We'll That's stop now. Not. So, listener, if you haven't seen Andor, then uh, go do that. Absolutely. They're good. It's good. Um, so, shout outs. Yes. Do you want to go first? Um, just our listeners and people playing X-Wing. Yes. And then a final shout out for my buddy Jesper. I wonder if he's one of those Swedes who haven't signed up for Nordics yet. He knows he he's, wants to. He's definitely one of the Swedes who hasn't signed up. Okay, but I mean, Jesper, you don't need to sign up. You can just show up and you know, yeah. hang about. Help me measure arcs. We'll have a beer. Or two. And I'll take a photo of you with me, and it will be incredibly jealous of me. Super jealous. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, I want to shout out Andreas for uh, arranging the, uh, the 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 Nordics there. Uh, I do hope that. I think it's a little weird to have all these official tournaments essentially arranged by you know regular folk and not by some kind of OP organization. But um, I wonder if that will change in the future. But uh, thank you, Andreas, and for all of you who haven't signed up, you should. And if you're considering coming, then then consider it and arrive at the option of coming. So Always sign up. Um, and if you don't know where to sign up, then I can't immediately help you, but go to our Discord server and ask there. We will we will get you settled. And then I'm going to shout out Nobby. Nobby! Nobby? No Nobby tonight. There is Let's not see. a shadow of a Nobby tonight. 22x. But I mean, to, to be fair, it is it has been four weeks since we recorded last time. so Yeah, sure. I guess I guess we can uh, we can. We can All right. So okay. if you if you guys uh, Google twenty twenty two X Wing Nordics, you'll get the link to the Facebook page. So you have no excuses. Okay. Let's see if that is true. I just did twenty twenty two X Wing Nordics. What did I? I got the X-Wing SC Grand Championship in 2019. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, Your Google I, is three, uh, three years late. Yeah, I actually think that if you go to 
uh, the atomicmassgames.com slash events. There's a list of Star Wars Open qualifiers. On that, you can find the Nordics. There's the just make sure you get the X-wing one because I was about to read out the um, the X-wing or, or the the Legion one. All right. Wait, isn't it I'm here? It should be here. It's not here. Nordics Legion. Uh, Amada Nordic Open. Wait, that's in my local game store? Wow. That's like a kilometer away. Not that I play Amada, but... No. Okay, it's not here. That's... Anyway, ask all your friends. Stupid. Yeah. Ask us on Discord. Message me. Send me a carrier pigeon if you really can't find it. Yeah. But you know that's you want annoyed. to. I could also put a, put a link in the show notes. You could. You should. We will try to get a link in the show notes. But that I mean, depends it, on that the editor. It involves the editor. Yeah, so we can never be sure. Yeah, but we will try. Okay. But uh, okay. that's it then. Very good. Very good. Good. So thank you guys for tuning in. This is us saying goodbye. Goodbye. Bye 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 goodbye bye 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 good good bye 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 bye